This is a new one right now. Welcome to season six where we're phoning it in. You don't think critically and then put a Pop-Tart into your body. I am highly caffeinated and minorly concussed. Aruga, aruga. What came first, the love sack or the gravity gun? It's my turn to do a sin with Sonic. This is for the freaks. <laughs> Too much piss. That's the kind of bad decisions we like to hear about. Love me a sleepy ass bat. How much shrimp can you fit in your mortal body? You told me you guys would be cool. That's season six intro material right there. Hello and a very happy Tuesday to you, debate this listener. Hello, it's Tuesday. Matt here, I don't have an episode for you, and I'm sorry. Well, not really. Here's the deal. All four of us were actually together in one place celebrating Kyle's bachelor party this weekend because Kyle is getting married, and we are all very excited, and we drank a lot of beer, and we played a lot of magic, and we had a really good time, and it was awesome. But with all four of us traveling and trying to coordinate our schedules... We ran out of time to record an episode, so ah, sorry. So what I have for you today instead is a little bit of a clip show from our post shows of the last like five or six episodes that we've released. So if you haven't heard about this, we do what we refer to as an extended good vibes post show. After every debate this episode we do, that's the numbered ones, not the flavor texts. So every episode we stay on the mic for anywhere between 30 and 40 minutes, just talking about what stuff didn't make it into the episode, which of our ideas got left on the cutting room floor, as well as some other general random topics and discussions and recommendations for what we're watching and playing and what we would suggest to those listening. So today I've gone through the last six post shows and put together a few clips that I think are fun, interesting, cool to listen to, and also can give you a little bit of a taste of what the post show is like. So the post show is available to patrons of our Patreon at the $10 tier or higher. Now, don't stress if you're not on the Patreon. Look, we love our patrons and we have a blast in Discord and, you know, they've become truly family members to us here at Debate This. But we also understand that we're an indie podcast and there's a bajillion indie podcasts and developers and Patreons to join out there. So no pressure to you to join the Patreon. But if you enjoy this content and you want a little bit more of it, that is your way to gain access to it. You can head over to patreon.com slash debate this cast. The $5 tier will get you Discord access as well as our bonus show, The Office Drones, the finale of which comes out this Wednesday. That has been our 5e D&D actual play podcast where we play as office workers sucked into a D&D fantasy world. That is wrapping up in September. After that is done, the $5 tier bonus show will switch over to our new show, Deconstructed, where we are going to be watching, reviewing, talking about Disney Channel original movies, and that will kick off in October. So if you want to join the Patreon at the $5 tier, that's what you get. If you like this, you can join the Patreon at the $10 tier, and that will get you all of the things I just talked about, as well as access to the extended Good Vibes post show and the link to our Google Docs that we use to record each episode so you can get in and see the dumb pictures that we're posting and the weird answers that we put in that we end up kind of riffing off of for the episode. So without further ado, I am going to turn it over to the post shows from episode 124 with great power comes great responsibility. That's hard to say. And episode 123, choose your own blood God. We start all of our post shows in a very specific way. If you haven't heard it before, I think you'll get the hang of it. I I felt like I had an aneurysm reading these names. 
Dude, um, it was so, so hard to read P-T-E-R. <laughs> it's a lot. P-T-A-R-K-E-R. It took me till the middle of prompt two to, yeah. to wrap my head around enough to not s- call him uh, Spider-X yeah. the whole time. So, so I, like, in, in Enter the... Sorry, this is my quick quick side on this, then we can jump into post-show stuff. In... So... This is Spider all Rex is also stuff, man. Well, any <laughs> structure <laughs> stuff. So in 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 Spider Verse, they they cut to Spider Rex is there, and they label all the spiders, all the spiders, mans that show yeah. up. Yeah, we can't um, even make that joke anymore. No, we can't. Yeah, and uh, they label this one as P T E R P T A R K E R, and so I was like, oh, okay, Peter Petarker, I got it. <laughs> And then I read all this. I was like, yeah, Peter Petarker. That's really cool. And then I watched a YouTube video. Oh, and the guy no. came hot out, the gate, how, hot out the gate. And he's like, Tear Tarker. And I was like, oh, I see what they did. Mm-hmm. And you don't like, like it. I got to say, Narana Sorman is even worse written out <laughs> than it fire. is spoken out loud. Like, yeah. it's, it's like 13 letters long. It's horrible. Yeah, so Venom Venomsaurus is a real thing. There's only one more named character from well, there's one more like major named character from Earth 66, and that is the version of Craven, and it's actually pretty good. It's a it's a saber-tooth tiger that is Cravertooth the hunter. That is You said okay. that it was pretty good, and I'll give you mid. I don't know that Craver, it's pretty it's, good. It's better than Craver. It's, it's on the Top 50th percentile yeah. of dinosaur pun names. Craver yeah. Tooth for a saber tooth version of Craven is pretty good. It's not bad. It's mid. It's mid. <laughs> Guys, I, this, this was not what I was expecting today. You I was expecting. <laughs> I sh- I, that, and that's on me. That is a reflection on me, I will admit. Um, I was I was hoping for maybe like a rom-com matt mm-hmm. did get horror i was hoping for a horror mm-hmm. movie and then like i don't know like an a24 movie or like like <laughs> um scores like a gangster movie with scorsese or something um but we got three animal movies and that's <laughs> great um oh my god i <laughs> this is the dumbest thing we've done <laughs> It's, it's I don't up think there. that's true. It no, is it's up there. there. You're right. You're right. It's it's up there. Not the dumbest. Um wow. What what a what a good, fun, family friendly time, y'all. Um let's start off the bat and just just kick things off. I want to hear about cutting room floor. I want to hear if there was any any and all rejected ideas from today. Because today definitely felt like you guys spent a ton of time putting these things together <laughs> well crafted. Am I, I spent right? an hour before the episode started. Um, <laughs> yeah, I did. I did leave on the cutting room floor. Um, the a an answer that if the questions, uh, an answer I would have gone with if the questions hadn't been more getting off the island focused. Um, I was going to combine like I think it was the seed shooter. I forget from which game and the water bombs. I think are in Skyward Sword. Or Minish Cap. Uh, There's what water bombs. Yeah, I forget. Um, too. It's one of the ones that. Hmm. Is it? Was that in? Um, not linked to the the. Might the three S one. Link between worlds. Oh, link it might worlds. have. It, it was link between worlds, and then the seed shooters from Oracle of Ages. Um, to create a like. To create agriculture on the island. I was just going to like use the, the oh, gun okay. to mm. shoot seeds and water them and and live on the island forever with my own farm away from society. But kind the, of the reverse of what I pitched. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A bit like create where Todd would have destroyed. But the questions mm-hmm. didn't like lend themselves to that answer. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. so I left it for, for my stretch, super stretchy strong arms. <laughs> um, I also had the was gonna just like combine i think the rocks cape and feather which both let you like glide to be like oh, yeah. together they make me fly and fly away from the island but that felt <laughs> sure. that felt really like a metal dracula situation yeah yeah i had a couple i think similar not really fusing items but i 
I'll make I'll be clear. I ended up at Rocket Hammer way too fast. Um, way, <laughs> way you too should, fast. You could have fooled I, me. <laughs> yeah, I I was like, well, I, there's so much cool shit in Tears of the Kingdom, and one of which being a rocket. And I was like, gotta use that. I did I not like, look well, at a single Tears of the Kingdom item for my same, answers. Same and same. Well, when Andrew said it was in play, I was like, uh, okay, my TikTok algorithm right now is no joke. One third magical machines of terror and war made out of tears of the kingdom items mm-hmm. and so i was like hey, what do i attach the rocket to and i ended up on hammer too quick and <laughs> i was like well the gravity hammer is a ton of fun in halo and the super sledge is also a ton of fun in fallout i'm sure there's some utility there and then i looked at andrew's questions and i was like <laughs> well i'm here now um, there were items that I really like from Legend of Zelda series that I think would have been fun, but I couldn't get to connect right. Um, kind of similar with you, Kyle, of like trying to not game the system too much. Yeah, I figured like, you know, if you drink the magical Lon Lon milk from Majora's Mask that gives you max magic until mm-hmm. time resets, well, I could combine that with like. I don't know, the fierce deity mask and become a god until I take a nap. And that should probably solve some problems. But those aren't really fused together. And then I would have a glass fused to my face. Um, and like, I also just remembered the Zora mask that turns you into a Zora. Pretty useful to get off a desert island. But what do I attach that to? It doesn't attach to anything. So I found myself thinking more and more about items that would be cool. And laying at my feet, I had a rocket propelled hammer with the power of god and why would i look away from that (laughs) yeah that's fair yeah i had uh another like combo basically that i left on the cutting room floor and it was the spinner which is from uh uh twilight princess Princess, and the whirlwind which i think is from link to the past maybe i didn't write it down but um it's it's kind of like the gust bellows but it Mm -hmm. looks a little mm. different, but it's pretty much the Gus Bellows. And that got me a really fast Beyblade that I could ride. <laughs> <laughs> and I like looked at the questions and I was like, I don't think that I get there. You know, like, I don't think that's the <laughs> the direction that I could go. Uh, but I think the thing with the whirlwind was that you could also use it to pick up heavy things like it would gust up heavy things okay. a little more than like the gust of Bellows. So my whole idea was like. I made a space saucer. It's a Beyblade that flies. Like, what do you want? Um, But it just didn't really seem to answer the questions. The other thing that, like, man, it was on every listicle I read today, and I just couldn't get there, was the Uku, the O-O-C-C-O-O, the weird little chicken bird from Twilight Princess that gets you out of the dungeon for free. Um, And that also felt a little, like, metagamey. I was like, well, my little chicken gets me off the island, so... (laughs) Ah, yeah, but yeah, for the same reason why we always tell people you can't use the warp whistle, right? Yeah, yeah, you can't play the Ocarina of Time to to rewind time. All right, so now that you've gotten a little bit of a taste of what the beginning of the post shows sound like and the way we talk about what gets left on the cutting room floor, I want to transition now to some of the conversations that have popped up randomly organically on the post show in the past. You never know what we're going to talk about on these. We don't plan them ahead of time. It's really just us sitting around and shooting the shit for a little while about whatever we wanted to say in the episode that didn't make it out. Or we just decided like, ah, we'll talk about it later. So without further ado, I've got for you a conversation about M&M flavors from episode 125, All's Fair in Love and Chicken War. I've got a conversation on horse movies from, again, episode 124. With great power comes great responsibility. I think I did better that time. And then I've got a conversation about the definition of JRPGs and what the hell that really means from episode 126, Time Cops and Time Signatures. So without further ado... Perverse M&M flavors. I'm currently, as we're talking, finding more perverse M&M flavors. Um, I think I found the worst one. The candy corn. Can- candy corn flavored M&M. That's yeah, not, that that's not bad. That's good. I'd eat that. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'd buy Do you a, not I'd like buy candy a, corn? 
No, no, and candy above corn that is terrible. Is, is it's objectively the best candy. It's, I, I objectively won't go, wrong. I won't yeah. go as far as that, but I'm I'm team candy corn with Matt. Like no, which I think tracks. That's, I think that's, yeah. the that's population. A real, that's as a, a real whole. Zelda two is the best Zelda opinion. Right okay, there. but You're that gonna, one's actually true. Okay. Zelda two <laughs> is the best Zelda. You're the kind of people I, okay. that are like, oh, peeps are good. No, no, no circus, absolutely circus not. Diehards are Christmas movie. Lol, lol, lol. Peep, peeps are good, and circus peanuts right, are good, right, right, and okay. I will. Um, I want to say my thing. Defend no. them. I yeah. have two. I have two things. Um, my my next question is just just for Andrew. How many horse movies have you been forced to sit through, my um, my guy? Honestly, not a lot. I so part of this is too is like my dad worked. Um, my entire life, my dad worked at the racetrack near our house. I was gonna oh. say the horse factory. <laughs> the horse factory. He made horse glue. It's wild. Um, so my, and my dad always had like a big affinity for horses too and, and horse racing. So that's why like I've seen Seabiscuit and Warhorse and, and all the, all the horse racing movies, um, separate from my wife who also grew up as a horse girl. Um, she's actually like not made me watch a lot of stuff there. The, um, there was a particular time where on our, on our, on our, most highest utilization of netflix when we were like living in california um she blew through like three different teen horse dramas like shows like yeah and they're all they all follow this that same formula as like rambunctious spunky teen gets sent to live on a on a farm and develops a relationship with learns the horse. learns the power of hard work and settle yeah. horse yeah, yeah. settles the, power the horse of, that nobody can tame that nobody can tame um exactly the the only the only one that I, and I literally like I so when I thought of the thing today I was of course try, pretending to work and I ran downstairs and I was like quick what is what happened in Black Beauty was <laughs> <laughs> like. The, which one the 1871 book or i was like no the one with the guy from the game of thrones she doesn't know what that means so the disney which? disney released a 2020 remake of black beauty uh it's it is very well produced it's starring ian glenn who you may rec- recognize as um the guy that travels with i forget his name but it's the dude that travels with emilia clark in game of thrones I haven't the, seen Game of Thrones. The old, the um, yeah, Jorah, the old guy. Yeah, Jorah, Jorah. Okay, yeah. wow, that's um, not who I would have thought. So he plays the old grizzled cowboy that owns that owns Black Beauty. Um, does Black he have Beauty, his English accent or does he hide it? No, no, he does. He's doing an American accent. Okay. Black Beauty is the saddest bummer of a movie I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> I absolutely fucking hated it, and and to the point where like Jess was like. Yeah, I mean, she loves that story because she read the book. She, you know, she's. They, it's been remade like a half a dozen times. Yeah. And I was like, I don't understand how you could how you can love this. And she's like, No, oh, the remake's not that good. It's like, all right, fine, but like, my god, it's just like it is the most bummer of a bummer of a movie. <laughs> Does the horse talk? No, no, no. Well, There's so you say that. But on IMDb for Black oh, Beauty 2020, Kate Winslet is listed as the voice of Black sorry, Beauty. The horse doesn't talk like, hey, Mr. Ed. The horse is the narrator of the story. That's not better. <laughs> I know that it's not better. It's different. <laughs> the horse is the narrator. It? How are they like, it's been the horse the whole time? It's a record scratch. It's Kate Winslet's narrating as the horse and but she's doing it in this and then and then i i i was sent to this horse glue factory where a bunch of men victorian era men whipped me and it was really sad and it's just like and then this other thing happened and then the bubonic plague came although it's a modern day retelling and then it's like and then i found my master years later Yeah, and then it's like they find each other. The last scene is like the girl's all grown up, and she's like with her boyfriend in Manhattan, and like the can't, the horse can't have a horse. Black Beauty because she lives in the city. Black Beauty's no Black Beauty's doing uh, uh, car- carriage rides in 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 uh, Central Park, and she's like, and I think I think I found I finally found insert white girl name here but she didn't recognize me and it's like the end like what the fuck <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh man that's yeah, it's just a bummer 
It's just a bummer the whole time. Yeah. Anyway, that's Black Beauty. That's my review of Black Beauty. <laughs> Thank you for that, for that review of Black Beauty. Yeah, so JRPG. JRPG stands for Japanese role-playing game. And we've talked about this. We've used the term a lot. And and I wanted to bring this up today because this came up in um, in with a lot of journalists. Journal, game journalists were going back and forth about it um, when Final Fantasy XVI was getting a lot of press because the aforementioned Naoki Yoshida... Um, talking about, so he also was the producer of Final Fantasy 16, which was why this game had to be, people in my circle needed this game to be really good because it was the mm. like, here's why you should be playing FF14. But he um, he was in the press and, and a lot of people in the Final Fantasy sphere because they were talking about, you know, this term JRPG and the the kind of like the modern take on well, that's not a JRPG because it's not it's not time or it's not um it doesn't use a bunch of numbers or you know it's basically like FF sixteen is, is essentially like it's like Devil May Cry right but this idea of like what makes a JRPG or what does that term even mean anymore because there's a long time ago you know it was kind of this shorthand for Final Fantasy Dragon Quest Chrono, Chrono Trigger, Trigger you know like right like that kind of era of stuff and and you know it was nowadays used very like, derisive it was used. Kind of negatively, like, yeah, it was, yeah. kind of because um, those especially games, as more got <laughs> churned as more got, I don't want to say churned out, but as more came out, it was it was used as a way to discount discredit the the, the ones that weren't Final Fantasy or Chrono Trigger as, yeah. you know, <laughs> much in a way we use roguelike today. But but um, with that air of early 2000s. Yeah late nineties racism added yeah, to it. Yeah, you're very too. right. Yeah. Um, it was, it's, it's the shorthand being it's, this is a thing for a very particular yes. set of people. Yes. Right? Yeah. Um, and with, with today's games, the, the way that games are one made so globalized, right? Like there is not a singular Japanese studio. Like there, you know, every, every major Japanese studio has an American branch that, localizes and that you know that makes games there's not a thing anymore where japan just like you know punts something over over the proverbial fence right like that's that doesn't exist but but also like genres don't really exist right like how you know you go go on a steam listing and and try to find a singular genre every game is like a little every game has rpg mechanics every game has action platforming every mm-hmm. game has you know what i mean like genres are not a thing anymore and i would argue in any medium but especially in games um games or aren't, it's a or it's a, a hat your game yeah, can put on for exactly like this is the yep. This is the RPG entry in this franchise. Right. This I mean, is what the, is what even is God of War? Like it's yeah, it's it's a it's a triple A game, sure, but like what is it? Because it's got action adventure elements, it's got cinematic stuff, it's got RPG elements, it's got you know what I mean? Like it's got stealth elements, right? Like genres aren't like it's hard to define what an RPG is anymore, let alone a JRPG. So right. you know, I think like use the term, don't use the term. Some people. I, I don't know that I necessarily agree that like using it today is inherently racist. I think it's one of those things where like understand the roots and where it comes from. But like when I use the term JRPG, I think my, my interpretation or my definition is a, 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 a heavy role-playing game that focuses on story that may or may not involve anime characters or maybe anime inspired characters. But I think ultimately like uses the same tropes as like a bunch of kids or young adults banding together to fight God with the power of friendship. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's what it is to me anyway. soapbox over. No, nah, man. I mean, I think that's a cool soapbox to stand on. Like, I, I think yeah. that's fine. And I think that as with so many things in the video game world, there are plenty of terms and phrases and definitions that we as like a, a group of fans use that the mm-hmm. whole time half of people have been using with really good intention and half of people have been using with really bad intention, you know, yep. and like or not even right. good intention, but just completely unaware that there's this bad connotation, right. like bad with no intention. intention. Being, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that your definition of what a JRPG is in my head is pretty much the same, right? Mm-hmm. Like JR JRPG is, is just kind of like a, 
Like if I say something is a JRPG, I'm using that in the same way as like, oh, it's a grim dark story, you know, or like, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. it's a space yeah. opera. Like, yeah, it, it's it's less of a type of game and more of a flavor of game in some yeah. sense. A vibe. Um, yeah, because yeah, mm-hmm. when I call a game a JRPG, I don't even honestly know if it was produced in Japan or not. It's just a. A mm-hmm. word I throw at things that I don't care to play, really. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> that's the the tradition or the more common like modern day definition for sure. All right, listener, you have officially made it past twenty minutes of clip show, which is more than cable television typically asks of you. I suppose that's maybe twenty three minutes, but this is minute twenty five ish anyway. So whatever. Anyway, you've heard the beginning, you've heard the middle. I want to show you the end of our post shows. So we figured out early on that a good way to wrap up these post shows was to talk about some recommendations, what we're playing, what we're watching, what we're buying and what we're selling. You know, we just want to know what each other are into in the nerd sphere and beyond so that we're keeping up and also offering our patrons a little bit of that inside look to see what is inspiring or uninspiring us from day to day. So I've got our little recommendation segment for you from episode 123, Choose Your Own Blood God, and episode 125, All's Fair in Love and Chicken War. Much like the very beginning of our post shows, the very ending is relatively specific too, and I think you'll come to figure that out. I will also say, I've got one more little thing for you here at the end of this clip show. I've got a very special treat that was supposed to be reserved for patrons only, and I sincerely hope that she does not get mad at me, Uh, but it is with our guest, Kelsey Lewin, and it's a really awesome post show. We talk about our prom pictures and our prom experience as a whole, so stick around for a couple more, and that's what's coming at you after we give you recommendations from episodes we released like a month or so ago. Uh, cool. Um, anybody watching, playing, reading anything not Zelda related? The thing keeping me from finishing Breath of the Wild right now is I picked up Earthbound again on the virtual system, and man, Earthbound holds up. I'm in. It's <laughs> Earthbound's great. It, Earthbound's great. And and if you are listening to this, then you may have heard me a couple weeks ago rant about how the NES version of Mother is just insufferable because of all the random encounters. Earthbound, as we all know it, um, that Earthbound Mother 2 is not that way. Characters are fun. Story's fun. Gameplay's uh, fine using the uh, using like the handheld like pro controller. Um, It just doesn't feel the same if you're not using like the Super Nintendo controller. The buttons just feel strange. Mm -hmm. Um, But gameplay is great. Working on the first uh, sound melody right now. So come back again later um, after I do all my traveling through the rest of the summer when I've finished Earthbound. Um, <laughs> and as of recording, two of my favorite series have concluded. Uh, Succession has con- concluded and Barry has concluded, both on HBO. The endings um, were not you, what do I you mean Max, Todd? Either. Max, I think you mean sorry, Max. Max. I do mean Max. <laughs> Ugh, um, gross. The uh, the endings were not what I thought they would have been on both of those shows. Uh, and Yellow Jackets just finished season two and Survivor just crowned a champion. I don't have TV to watch anymore until Righteous Gemstones drops their new stuff in two weeks. Better nice. go uh, play Chrono Trigger. Well, um, it's not on no, the he's virtual got, store. He's got Andrew. the Mandalorian to watch. No, that's that's me. Oh, that's, 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 that's you. That's yeah. you. You can't watch. Uh, I am playing Breath of the Wild, so you have to watch Mandalorian now. That is true. You can't watch the Runaways anymore because Disney Plus took that. It's gone. Yep, gone. Um, Um, oh, go go ahead, ahead. Andrew. Okay, I'll go. Uh, the Final Fantasy Pixel Remasters came out uh like three weeks ago, and I played all the way through Final Fantasy three and Final Fantasy four, two older games that I've never played, and I loved them. They were they were really fun. And those pixel remasters are great and are the definitive way to experience those old games um, without all of the bummer stuff about old RPGs that make them not as fun to play. Um, How long so, did those take yeah. you? 
like 10 hours, like okay. f- super breezy because you can kick up the EXP to 4X and oh, you don't have okay. to grind and you just like, it's, oh. it's just light and breezy the whole way. And it's just, Perfect. it's just fun. Yeah. Nice. <clears throat> Perfect plane fodder. Um, I am playing Fire Emblem Fates Conquest still. I have now um, on my new save file surpassed where I got stuck before. <laughs> nice. And I'm stuck on a new level, but um, not in a way that feels unbeatable to me. It's the the wind one where like yep. you blow the enemies back and forth. Yeah, that one is hard. That one is very hard. That's the one I thought you were stuck on last oh, time. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm stuck there. And it it's because enemies seemingly come out of nowhere and... Um, yeah, Kill I me, think that's the I hardest level in the very game. Very well. Good to know. Okay. Mm. I don't feel like I can't <laughs> beat it like I where I got stuck before. I felt like I was like I don't think I can win with like the power level I have on in my party. And it doesn't feel like that. It just feels like I haven't strategized correctly yet. Um sure. so I'm that's where I'm stuck, but I'm hopeful that I will clear it. I have a couple of things. They're not video games, but they are things I've been watching slash listening to. Um, thing number one, one of my favorite bands put a, put out a new album. The band is called The Dirty Nil. They are kind of a garage punk, uh, sort of like lo-fi punk band out of Canada. They're very good. Uh, this is their third full-length album. It's called Free Reign to Passions. Definitely recommend it. Um There is a song on this album called The Light, The Void, and Everything, and another song called Blowing Up Things in the Woods. It's a very good album. I definitely recommend it. And the other thing, Todd, this one is definitely for you, and I think it might also be for Andrew. Kyle, unsure, but I'm curious. (laughs) So I've been watching this new show that is a USA Network show called Race to Survive, colon, Alaska, and it rips you guys it's the best to survive alaska okay yeah so it is basically like an amazing race style show where they have to run legs of a race and not be the last one to get there but mixed in with like you know you're alone or your survivor man or you're you're naked and afraid or whatever you're nakeds and afraid Mm -hmm. um yeah whatever it is you're into but definitely recommend it i'm watching it on sling because i'm a pervert but i don't I, I'm assuming it's on like Hulu or something else, uh, but definitely recommend it. It's very, very good. I think they have like two episodes left this season, and I've really been enjoying it. If you are looking for trash reality TV, there cool. is. I don't know if this is a series, but there's been something similar to this before where it's like. It, it's not Amazing Race, and I know what I'm going to describe sounds like Amazing Race. I take truckers. No, Kyle. <laughs> They, they take teams of like three or four people and they all do these like extreme races through like the Amazon that includes like they're in seafaring vessels and they have to kayak and they have to climb and they have to bike. So if this is anything like that, I'm in. It's good stuff. Yeah, I really get the impression that they are trying to make this like race to survive its own kind of IP um, and that they will do it other places, but I don't know. I'm into it. I love Alaska stuff, so I've yeah. really been enjoying it and definitely recommend it. What are you? What are you watching? What are you buying? What are you buying? <laughs> what are you buying? <laughs> um, I'll I'll open up first. Just got my seventh out of eight melodies in Earthbound. That nice, game, dude. Dude, Earthbound holds up. That um, game whips ass. Yeah, highly suggest uh, if you have not. Taking the dive into that, if you are the kind of person taking the dive into it, playing it on the virtual console is great. Um, a little bit of intentional grinding and just a little bit of internet search to make sure you're like finding the good shit makes the game so enjoyable. Um, that and being able to rewind your save states is just huge. Like, <laughs> very, very Did good. Did you get yeah. the, the secret bat or whatever? Um, haven't gotten to that yet. Haven't oh, fought the, the crack in there. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I did I got Pooh's uh, secret sword. So what it is is like for those uninitiated, there's like eight different items that have a one out of 128 chance to drop when you fight a, a bad guy. And um, a number of them are very, very good weapons. And so it's worth like doing that bit of a grind. But Earthbound also has the ability that as you get more powerful, you instantly win battles. So grinding mm. becomes far less frustrating 
after you put in like 20 minutes or so of hard work in an area. So um, yes, got the the Sword of Kings. Haven't had to deal with, I think it's the Gutsy Bat is the, the good one. Um, uh, yeah, I think so. But yeah, just got the seventh melody. So on my way to go kick Gygus's ass real quick. Um, as far as things that I'm watching, uh, working on the Married at First Sight newest season that dropped. <laughs> God, God loves that trash. Trash for the, the, the trash god. Trash for the trash god. Yeah, I've been playing um, Monster Train, which is a Slay the Spire-like. Oh, what ooh. is... The, okay, tell me... Give me like the hot it, 90 seconds the most on Monster Kyle Train. Ass Kyle <laughs> the most Kyle-ass Kyle game that ever Yeah, it's the most Kyle game that ever existed. Um, Slay the Spire is a... A, a roguelike setup where like you randomly generated paths and um, encounters that you 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 know get two or three options to pick from at each time you progress but as you progress you are building a um, a a deck oh that yeah is yeah, that you're playing with yeah yeah <laughs> so you're I'm you're playing you know magic or hearthstone but it's also a, a roguelike and Monster Train is just that extrapolated. Did a bit the FBI further. spy on you to create this game to harvest <laughs> your said. information? It's you, possible. So Kyle, I listened to a lot of the Besties, which is the X. Well, it's no longer um, uh, Polygon show, but it's Justin and Griffin McElroy, yeah. and Chris Plant, and Russ Frustick. And mm-hmm. it's basically like every time I listen to it, it's every time Justin McElroy makes a game recommendation, <laughs> it's it's solely like you and you and his like it's like everything is like i need kyle to know that this game exists because like he loves monster train like every game that he talks about it's either it's either idle games or like roguelites and card battles it's like i need kyle to just like every this is just like my list of recommendations for kyle and i was i was fiending hard because i i went on a trip this weekend to to do some wedding planning where our back where our wedding will will be taking place and um because we flew Frontier, I didn't couldn't pack a, a big bag to keep costs down so my Switch wouldn't fit. So I loaded up my my jailbroken 3DS with games, and there are no, no good card battlers for the 3DS. Oh, DS. oh man. Maybe the GBA. I didn't dive deep into mm-hmm. that well because mm-hmm. I was trying to play something made after 2010. Yeah. Um, there are just no good card battlers I could have loaded up on that. But I did play, I did dabble a bit with some new games, and SteamWorld Heist is very good and fun. I recommend SteamWorld Heist. That's a like it's like a tactical game mixed with a um a tower like a um Tower like Defense Angry Birds. Ta- Angry Birds-esque mechanics. Hmm. So like you have to plot your movements to get in position and then you then you aim and shoot ro- other robots with your robots and you like unlock worms. guns. Mm. It's like worms, yes. So you, worms. you have to beat the level to get the marching robot to give him an axe to chop down yep. the stump and then you can go on to the next world. <laughs> <laughs> um, and SteamWorld Heist is very fun. Bravely Default is very fun. I started Bravely Default. Oh, and, hell yeah. Um, and those are the ones I like really like chunked my teeth into. Um, Kingdom Hearts, uh, Chain of Memories is not a card battler as advertised. Try the PlayStation one. Try the PS4 one. Okay. Yeah. Try the, you, you, I did the, the PS4 one's a lot better than the Game Boy one. The Okay. Okay. I'll try that. Um, sorry. Yeah. That's what I've been, that's (laughs) what I've been playing. Um, uh, watching, we've been rewatching Scrubs. Because Scrubs is good. Nice. Good, Where are good you comfort at? TV. Um, we passed the the Brennan Fraser dies episode pretty recently. Mm. Um, so you're still Carla, pretty early on. Season, Car- Carla and Turk two, just got three. married. Yeah. Um, yeah. Season two. We're we're yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we're in season three. When, maybe when season Elliot four just started. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The haircut. The haircut yeah, did just yeah. happen too. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a real growing the beard moment. For yeah, Scrubs. it sure is. <laughs> really Putting is. on the chicken beard to show time has passed. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, hey, I've been playing a lot of Overwatch 2 recently. Yeah. What? Um, Crazy. So, Andrew, this is for you. 
uh, <laughs> Blizzard is putting out an Overwatch anime, um, and oh, it's yeah. just a it's just like a little three part thing. Um, but okay. they they released the first part this week. It's pretty good. If um, I want to watch it, is it forty dollars monthly? No, it's on or? YouTube. Uh, if you want to <laughs> okay, play it, cool. it'll be forty dollars monthly. But um, <laughs> so that, but I did just listen to a very cool uh, documentary podcast that I really enjoyed and would recommend. So it's a BBC podcast called Believe in Magic, and it is all about the former, it no longer exists, the former nonprofit of the same name, Believe in Magic, and the the terminally ill girl and her mother who started it, except maybe some of the things I said aren't true. It's Uh-oh. really worth the listen. And boy, howdy, the reason they started that nonprofit, not the reason you think. Um, so, yeah, that, that was really shit. good. It's called Believe in Magic. It's like six or eight episodes. Um, we're also listening to another podcast from Crooked Media uh, called Dreamtown, the story of Atalanto, which has been really interesting. Uh, but I'm not done with it yet, so I'll let you know when I finish it. But Believe in Magic is definitely worth the listen. Uh, per Todd's recommendation and one of our other buddies' recommendations, I'm two episodes in on the American Gladiator documentary. Oh, it's so yeah. good. Oh, it's so good. It's, <laughs> it's just so it's, good. It's, an, it's a dangerous, nostalgic Nerf gunshot to the face. Oh, my God. The So we just finished the second episode last night, and, like, no spoilers, but you see some wild injuries in the second episode. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's crazy. I'll, I'll throw out similar to the American Gladiator documentary because I think they bring up American Gladiator in comparison a few times during it. The four or six part <laughs> behind the bastards uh, run on vince mcmahon and how horrible a human being vince vince mcmahon is is very good there and vince mcmahon is directly responsible for at least three deaths (laughs) yeah dude dude like the the one that comes to my mind is like he was in charge of like everything like the show running yeah and there was a line where like he drops the n n word with Mm -hmm. like an a on the end and it Mm -hmm. was like he didn't have to say that he chose yeah. to say that. Yep. He wanted that moment. They they get to the they they cover all like every they cover it to the present day. And when they get to um the the era of Stone Cold Steve Austin, they spend a long time laughing at the fact that Stone Cold Steve Austin and um Goldberg f- made it a point to try and actually hurt Vince McMahon yeah. in the ring to the point where like he he was doing bits and they, he like exploded his hamstring. Yes, and he did. Had to not, had to like not Shit. break kayfabe, but also get out of the ring with a destroyed leg tendon. Yeah. He, and, he tried to do a, he tried to do a slide into the ring and yeah. hit both the fronts of his hamstrings on the lip of the ring. Yeah. And he ruptured both, like both of his quads right there. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'm gonna listen to that. That's couldn't great. have happened to a worse yeah. guy. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm halfway through that series, but it's it's really good. Um, let's see. I finished Tears of the Kingdom uh, last week. Um, it's really good. It's that really, game really ends. Fucking good I didn't game. Know that. Believe it or not, well, I, I when you make the ATAT, or is uh, that just a thing that TikTok is showing me? I it ends. It end, It doesn't end when you make the ATAT. So I I didn't unlike Breath of the Wild. I didn't like do all the shrines and everything. I just I I had enough, and I was like, I'll come back to this later. I'll come back to it for the You DLC, had to move whatever. on to get to Diablo. I remember you I had to move this. on to get to Diablo. So I've been playing Diablo 4. Diablo 4 is really good, and I really yeah. didn't like Diablo 3. So mm. that should say a lot. Um, Diablo 4 is really good. Unfortunately, You're the third for, person to tell me that. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's only for PlayStation and PC. So, mm-hmm. um, but maybe it'll come out for other stuff later. Um, other than that, uh, Final Fantasy 16 came out. I've been playing that a little bit. I been kind of i wanted to finish tears of the kingdom i wanted to get a week where i'm like not traveling um so i've got a bunch of travel coming up and i'm also so now i'm trying to finish xenoblade 3 on my switch um yeah so that's that's what i'm working on and honkai star rail apparently <laughs> you know star rail all right that's cool. where we're cool. gonna end it okay bye 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 bye
Yes, all your worst fears have come true. I have put together a full hour-long post-show. You're welcome. This last clip that I have for you is a clip from the post-show that we did with friend of the show, Kelsey Lewin, from the Video Game History Foundation, as well as the podcast, The Video Game History Hour. It was a really, really amazing time. We had a great time recording with Kelsey. That was episode 122, Expensive Spaghetti and Casual Infidelity. It was an awesome time, and somehow we ended up talking about our prom experience. I mean, it makes sense. It was a prom episode. But then we started talking about our prom pictures, which led to us all sharing our prom pictures. And that was a mess. And here's the deal. I am going to shortchange you. I know that you've listened to now 45 minutes of my post show, and I do appreciate you. But if you want to see those pictures, I am going to make you pay for it. You're going to have to go to debatethiscast.com. Join the well, you could go there, I guess. You're going to have to go to patreon.com slash debate this cast, or you can find it at our website, debatethiscast.com and join our Patreon at the $10 tier or higher. Look, I would give away my prom pictures for free, but I did promise Kelsey when we recorded this that it was specifically for patrons only, and I would feel really guilty just not keeping up with that. So if you want to see our terrible prom pictures, you can join the Patreon at the $10 tier. And if you don't want to see our terrible prom pictures, hey, that's fine. I don't care. I don't really want you to see them anyway. But I appreciate you listening to this episode. It really does mean a lot. And I promise we'll be back next week. We have already recorded the episode that comes out next. What's it like? 126? 127? Something like that? Yeah, 127. It's already in the can. It's being edited right now. And it will come out next Tuesday. So thank you for being patient with us. If you would like, you could, I don't know, leave a review of this podcast somewhere and wish Kyle a happy getting married or a happy bachelor party. Or you could wish him happy birthday because that's what we told the servers at all the restaurants that we went to to see if they would sing. So without further ado, I turn it over to a very prom-based post-show, and I will see you next week. This is when we yell post-show and chant post-show. Yeah. Post-show. Yeah. Post-show. 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 Oh, man. You're like the first guest who hasn't did immediately it. been like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. We... <laughs> We don't. We started doing a post show. We don't know how to open it, so we just started yelling post show, and then that just kind of stuck. It's it stuck. Yeah, I'm down for whatever. I don't know. Love it. <laughs> awesome, y'all. What an episode. Um, I would love to hear about how you came to your answers, and also what got left on the cutting room floor. This is this is the open invitation to talk about other punch out boxers. I kind of want to talk about Soda Popinski a little bit, but. Yeah, we yeah. gotta talk about soda Popinski and pizza pasta. Before you mean we... vodka drunkinski? Yeah, sure, <laughs> yeah. sure do. Um, I'll start because my other my the other one I strongly con- the other two I strongly considered um, was first bear hugger Andrew because that is just a an excellent like off the wall. He's a, he's like, a classic. Yeah, he's a classic. Um, is it? And, and a classic me pick. <laughs> yes, a, cla- a very classic Andrew pick. I, I did briefly consider like Donkey Kong and Mario, who both also exist in the um, extended Punch Out universe. Uh, but the one I passed on because he is the right answer is Don Flamenco. Um, yeah, the- yeah, but he's he's kind of a douche, right? Oh, yeah. like yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, but like, he's the right answer. He's he, the, I mean, he I seems like the straight line piece of. I don't know. Question. He's he's just another dad. Like he's just a, <laughs> in a in a long in a lineup of weird dads. He's just another one. Yeah, but he's like the like he's he's got that he's holding that rose in his mouth. Like he's he's the prom mm-hmm. date dad. Like he's that's that's a weird that's sentence. It it yeah, sure I don't is. like that sentence at all. <laughs> that's why it's nope. behind the paywall. <laughs> Yeah. So I was I was curious um and I did not end up doing like 
going this stupid or niche but like you know arm wrestling the arcade game is sort of technically punch out it's a it's yeah. a spin-off of punch out oh, and i thought it would be really fun to just go like stupid niche and confuse everybody um there's one female character in the punch out extended universe and it her name is alice and she has a robot ape oh, and what taking two people to prom seemed like a fun uh, I think Alice is like Alice a nine-year-old girl or something, <laughs> so that might be a little weird. But uh, you know, like it just kind of seems like a fun, hmm. a fun twist on this. But I, I figured that would everyone would just kind of look at me and be like, "Are you just are you just trying to show off? Like, what is this? <laughs> no, this is the, stupid. The what group, are you doing?" No, it's great. <laughs> the group prom date is such a thing too. The like, yeah, yeah, yeah like the we don't have friends. Let's all go as each other's dates, and it's like a group of. It, of four people, yeah. Taking taking a giant mechanical ape to prom is I a Pixar movie. Like it's definitely yeah. like it's Ooh, it's, yeah. a, it's definitely like a Pixar movie. Yeah. I, it's also as I as I learned, um I learned something about Shigeru Miyamoto recently, which is that uh he he was asked like what he would like to be doing if he wasn't making video games. And he's answered this in different ways several mm -hmm. times, but one of the times he answered that he would like to make a big robot monkey um, <laughs> or a big robot Donkey Kong. And so I just, I like that this is something he's clearly been thinking about <laughs> since like 1985 when arm wrestling came out. He's like, you know what would be really cool? Big robot monkey, man. Like, <laughs> um, that's what I wish I was doing that's right like, now. Really funny. That's like that one wb exec who wanted so badly to have um the soup the 90s superman movie have end in a fight with a giant spider and when that movie got canned he just moved it over to wild wild west was like oh really yeah, really that is the origin huh. of that that third act wow. fight in wild wild yeah. west <laughs> it's 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 a it is a real turn i i want to turn everyone's attention real quick to the ad for arm wrestling because it's a nightmare it really <laughs> is a nightmare I'm looking it's at just, the same ad it's just it's a it's a big beefy arm coming jutting out of an arcade cabinet it's like, <laughs> like it's like if the ring was yeah like, set in the, the night the 1980s american yeah. arcade yeah, well, it's like it if has... the ring girl were John Cena, and it just—I don't know why I've got John Cena on the brain today. Um, yeah, it's it's something. It's something of nightmares for sure. So some other really weird things about this ad too. Like first off, the shirt that the player is wearing looks kind of like the pirate shirt from. <laughs> it's pretty what, blousey, Seinfeld yeah. or that whatever that episode of Seinfeld. That yeah. episode, but the arm has a cross and dagger tattoo, and mm -hmm. I can't read the word on it but i think it might be beef i think the word <laughs> might just be beef. <laughs> i think it's probably mom if i had to guess i don't think it looks like it has four letters like i've zoomed in on it i've enhanced okay. it as much as my i, I can't not stop looking at the the cockeyed way that the wrist is like folded over the other person's arm yeah like a hook it's yeah i don't like it man 80s advertising was a hell of a drug I didn't know mm -hmm. that arm wrestling was part of the punch out universe. That's that's news to me. Um, I think there's some characters that are in both. That, I, I don't know any off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure there are. So I can tell you at least one. His name is Mask X. And if you're <laughs> thinking, who is Mask X? To quote punchout.fandom.com slash wiki slash arm wrestling. Mask X is an alter ego of Bald Bull from the Punch Out series. There you go. It is Bald Bull wearing a luchador mask. That um, and the the great. the player character sprite are the like two cross the wireframe guy. Um, yeah. There's also a character named Texas Mac. Yep, which is fun. Yeah, which is and something Frank I get Jr. at barbecue restaurants. Frankenstein's monster is in this game. Uh, Frank Junior, oh. Matt. That's what I said. Yeah, Frank Sorry. Jr., comma, Frankenstein's oh, okay. monster. Yeah, but everybody know knows this Frankenstein's yeah. monster. Right. I see. Um, yeah, Kelsey, did you have any that you didn't go with? Did you say that already? I've lost track. I got caught up in... Yeah, you know, it was, it was the robot ape. Mm -hmm. That robot was the one right. I didn't go cool. with. Was the yeah, <laughs> the whole yeah. reason we're talking about arm wrestling. Yeah. That is how we got here. Yes, I do remember that now. Um, um, do you guys want to talk about pizza pasta real quick? <laughs> I do kind of want to talk about pizza pasta. Okay. Give me 20 seconds. So <laughs> I, 
I was, this was like the, the, the Charlie day meme of like, you know, with the red string, like, how do I make pizza pasta work? How do I do it? <laughs> how do I get and there? I, how do I get there? And I couldn't stop thinking about, and I, the reason I brought up expensive spaghetti dinner is because before prom, we went to the spaghetti warehouse, which I'm assuming is the vent inside the Venn diagram of anybody who at least grew up in the Midwest. You went to an expensive spaghetti restaurant. Um, yeah. I'm going to yeah. pause and assume that everyone has that same shared experience. I, okay, moving I on. don't know if it was our prom, like, served dinner as part of prom, but, like, other, okay. at least one high school dance, we went to yeah. the spaghetti warehouse before, okay. beforehand. Okay, dope. I think I went to, like, Buca de Beppo, which is yeah. functionally the same, same thing. Yeah. So, yeah. so we're, yeah. yep, we're all there. Okay, Fancy cool, cool, branded cool. Italian, yeah. So that was, like, that was my end. It was like, all right, everybody associates prom with greasy breadsticks. <laughs> <laughs> But unfortunately, Pizza Pasta only shows up in the first arcade game, and he literally has no character other than his name is Pizza Pasta, and he's Italian because his name is Pizza Pasta. And there's so just, I just want to read the, the, the Punch-Out! fandom wiki real quick. Please. Under trivia, it says, his name is a reference to Italian food. <laughs> right. Just in <laughs> case anyone didn't get that. that wasn't uh, clear. Yeah. A little bit of trivia yeah, for you. Sp- spaghetti McMeatballs. <laughs> what is he? This is a reference. <laughs> like I said, like I said, somebody had a really good time putting a wiki this wiki together. So yeah, I I just I couldn't make it work because there's there's nothing else there. Yeah, man, that's really funny. So yeah, I think about pizza pasta a lot because there's this restaurant like right across <laughs> the street from me called Big Tony's Pizza and Pasta, which every time sure. I talk about it, I have to say it is like. Big Tony's pizza and pasta. Uh, and <laughs> wow. I've met Big Tony like a couple of times. That, and it's wild how how close that sounded to Bobby Flay. <laughs> yeah, I know. I only have one New York accent. It's all I can do. Um, but I've met Big Tony of Big Tony's pizza and pasta a couple of times. And he he is exactly the pizza man from from Punch Out, whose name I just blanked on. It's pizza, um, pasta. Pizza, pasta? pizza pasta i could mm-hmm. i lost the pasta look i it's been a very long day he's had a, he's had a, tough been a day. lot of a lot of nouns flying around yeah um i wanted to ask the group here if anybody had any uh like weird prom things like like i learned tonight that not everybody's small hometown put prom walk on tv which i thought I, was kind of a thing that people did yeah what the hell matt that's yeah. weird put it yeah, on so like, tv that's yeah so that's channel, super weird channel 10 which is like the local broadcast channel in butler um you can typically about like once or twice a month catch a rerun of last year or sometimes the years before's the year before's prom walk and it is literally just a Static tripod ass <laughs> video camera just, uh, just of all of these just... high school kids getting out of whatever at the community college and walking by. And the thing that really kills it is that, like, I went to a, a big old high school, like, my graduating class was over 700. So prom is big and it takes a long time to get everybody in the door. So sure. after the first 20 or 30 minutes, a line starts. And then the prom walk video just turns into like very slowly watching everybody progress through the queue line. And I just, it's just watching a line. I can't, my mom watched it every single year. Of course, I think that we sat down and watched prom walk at least once a year, every year. Even when you were not, even when she had no children. Absolutely. A thousand percent. I am (laughs) an only child. And I've watched I watched ten years worth of prom walks. And your that, mom wasn't like a like a chaperone. Like she didn't know the she nope. wasn't like associated with this. Well, so that's the thing, right? Is that like I'm yeah. from a small enough town in America that like you know at least one kid graduating every year. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. So I also had a graduating class of like 700. How is that a small town? That's not so, a small town. Well, so okay, here's here's the thing. Is like where I'm. Did at you have like it's like it's, it's like representative of like eight towns all mashed like together. It's like the yeah. county, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I'm it. From, but Kelsey, I know you need to run. I did have one question I wanted to ask because it was something that Kyle. And our other co-host, Todd, had asked me on an episode we recorded a couple of months ago because um, I'm kind of the the retro collector out of our group. Like I buy stupid stuff and put it on shelves and look at it like it means something. 
And they asked me what my, like, what my collection piece that if you looked at it from the outside, everybody would be like, that's nothing. But I know that it's cool that I have it and I'm proud to have it. And I was curious what that is for you. I will, I'll break the ice. Mine is, uh, I still have, and it's in really good condition, the box and styrofoam for my Pokemon Stadium Edition Nintendo 64 um, that I'm too proud to have. But I was curious what that was for you. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one. Um, I mean, I think the one that it's it's both one of like my prized pieces of my collection, and people either hear it and they're like, "Oh, that's got to be crazy rare," <laughs> or they hear it and they're just like, "What?" Um, I have something called so I have a complete Wonder Swan collection, uh, which mm-hmm. includes uh, something called Mama Mite, which is a pregnancy tracking device for the Wonder Swan. So it <laughs> oh, is a it is an infrared shit. scale and Wonder Swan that basically you, you stand on the scale. It, it it walks you through your pregnancy. It gives you uh, you know like fun tips and like exercises you should Whoa. be doing along the way. And it is um, the the. It took me six years to even find one for sale. So wow. it was it is crazy, crazy rare. I'm sure they sold like five the, of them. The spiritual um, also, here's a picture of me at prom. Oh. I, nice. I also <laughs> I, I don't look that prom. different, which makes me kind of sad. I'm like, oh, I still do. I still look 17. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Matt's picture because you and Matt posted your pictures at the same time, and I thought Matt's was oh. yours. I was like, wow, your date looks a lot like Matt. Yeah, I actually I thought that too. I was like, wait, oh, okay. Oh, that's really funny. Yeah, I guess you do look a little bit like my prom date for my senior year. Like, I uh, could s- see it here removed for 10 years, yeah. Sure. M- my senior year prom date and I, um, again, small town America, we went to the same youth group, and she had bought this super nice custom peacock dress that she was really excited to wear that matched her boyfriend's tuxedo and so on and so forth. And then he dumped her ass like two weeks before prom. Um, And rough. Also, that is a very 2012 looking dress right there. Like that is, (laughs) I I think, I think like four people wore that dress to my prom. So (laughs) yeah, I I wasn't going to go to prom because I don't want to go to prom and we were hanging out and I was like, Hey, do you want to go to prom? And we did. And that was pretty much it. That was my senior year. Um, high school's lame and whatever. I don't want to think about high school anymore. I found, I found a prom picture. It's not good. <laughs> Throw it in there. I know I am for the culture. Uh, how do I, how do I do this? <laughs> I'm a, I, am I, a, I took a screenshot image. of mine and copy and paste oh. it. Oh, you took a yeah. screenshot. Okay. Or you oh could you could also copy paste. I went to prom my junior year too, and that picture is much worse. Oh, good. But I still do have the very MySpace edit that the girl I went to prom with did of it. So let me throw that in there as well. My actual prom pictures aren't of anything of note. Let me. Let me see. Sorry, I'm being really quiet. I'm trying to figure out how to crop an image right now, and it's taking all of my concentration. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that's in. Oh my god, this is beautiful. That's that's for you, the my three friends on this call, and the patrons oh who god. pay for it. Oh that's my wow, you are for a reason. How do we need to? Is that is this like an official friend oh. zone MySpace edit to a photo? Because that's Matt. it. Sure seems like it. I that's, um... that's the rock band band of. <laughs> Of image edits. Uh, I didn't make it. Um, the girl that I went with made it. Uh, mm-hmm. And I like we were in marching band together. She did not have a date. I did not know her like super well. I mean, we were in marching band together, but we weren't like super tight. Um, and she asked me to go. And I was a junior getting an invite to senior prom. So I was like, hell yeah. Um, one of the people in our group came to prom in a camo dress her date had a matching camo tux with hunter orange accents and uh they drove a monster truck to prom walk that that tracks that kind of rules actually that's not the worst andrew this Um, picture is amazing uh, he's a real funny guy he's a real real (laughs) silly 
real silly gentleman in the in the chat. That's look. We that's all, a really funny piece of cheesecake you're holding. That's there. really good. Um, you may be may surprise you guys that I didn't. I had a real identity crisis at that age. Hey, who's among us, man? Yeah, who's among us, man? Who's among us? Yeah. Yeah. Here, here's anyway. an actual, an actual prom picture. I don't, then. I don't like this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much. This was yeah. a lot of fun, and uh, I'm, I'm loving all of these prom photos. This is, this is <laughs> That's high quality nobody, content here. None other, no other guests have gotten that treatment. So there yeah. you go. Yep, <laughs> you're, you're really behind the curtains now. Yeah. Um, but. I don't know how this turned into us dumping prom pictures on this each our, other. This is our most famous guest we've ever had, and we just looked at prom pictures. Hey, hey, we did job. Anyway, I'm done. Here's, here's a really dumb question, Andrew, because I've heard you say Honkai Star Rail on this podcast twice and in real life uh, oh, at least oh no. twice. Oh, no. I lost sound. Uh, we still hear you. We still you sound, yeah, you we... sound fine to us. Crap. <laughs> Matt, leave this in. Oh, the, it's staying. The in, patrons, yeah. the patrons need to know. Yeah, you paid five dollars for this. Still nothing. Well, good. He can't hear Willie barking. Check, check, I check. Uh, we can hear you, dude. Can you hear us? So funny. I can hear you guys now. Right, hey! great, great. We um, never were not able to hear you. Yeah, we, we did. Yeah, you the whole time. I've unplugged my headphones and my computer was yelling at me. That's why. <laughs> um, this is the only question I have, just real quick. You've said Honkai Star Rail on this podcast twice. You've said it mm-hmm. in real life in front of me at least once. If yeah. I heard that net title to, like separate from this conversation, I would assume it's about a, a it, was, it was a goose on a train I was thinking like a, a goose detective on a trail because my question is how sure. do you spell Honkai yeah uh, H-O-N-K-I K-A-I okay. and it's so I've been trying to off. say it's not like Honkai it's like Honkai yeah, like, you said yeah, the same thing twice. Nah, that takes, that no, takes the I, goose I detective it. out of it, though. So it's not a goose <laughs> detective game. That would be pretty good, though. 